Grand Rising, my dear. Grand Rising, beloved. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so <laughs> please introduce yourself. Hello, I am just tried that. Otherwise known as Bubbles, aka I mean, we can we can pick from all the different races that. <laughs> so to be here, Gigi. Thank you for the invite. You're welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to Mama Gigi's safe haven, where we can explore our conversations in depth and take what resonates and leave what doesn't. <laughs> okay, so this is how the platform for me will go. It's going to be raw, uncut. How it goes is... There? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I'm inside a, a building for a mechanic shop, so maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the the platform for me, I love and the raw and uncut versions of ourselves. So that's what yes. I gravitate towards because, you know, we don't edit our lives like that. You We've know, had conversations about this before. And <clears throat> And we're pretty much the pulse. So that's where this podcast with you will continue to direct itself for us. Now, um, we're gonna discuss further, like, what topics. We were discussing my, my last episode where we were saying um, people being actually fearful of failure and fearful of success and you stated the question is this a thing (laughs) and I'm like yo this is the perfect time to bring you on and expand on your question on your thoughts behind your question yes so feel free like how do you how did you come to that question or that inquiry excuse me when I heard in your podcast you mentioned you said like basically overcoming fear and it was early on in the recording and you Uh said not fear of failure and then dot 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 right you said Uh with the with the chance of it being extraordinary you know, fear of the opportunity or fear of the chance of it being extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So, me being me, <laughs> for whatever reason have you, when I hear somebody follow a statement with, it's not this, chances are, and at least up until this very moment in time, and I can't say it as a blanket statement, that is the first thing that is being addressed so when I heard you say it's not fear of failure 
I was like, okay, well then what could it be? And as you continued talking, you said fear of the the chance of it being extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to expound on that. And that's when I sent the message. That's when I was thinking how I could explore that with you of how, what we're defining as failure, you know, what mm-hmm. approach is our personal definition of failure and through my experience and of course this is changing as time goes on Mm -hmm. failure and even success or something being extraordinary exists based upon our own way of addressing it and what I understand to be capital T true is success is sense and experience for those that emanate success as existing as breathing as already being present doing the work that there is no side job there's no added task from my understanding right this is my own experience of success no added task to be this alleged successful concept you know Mm -hmm. i I personally resonate with the idea that being here is a capital S success. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when we when we resonate with the things that we're doing, you know, the little things that we're doing or even the big things that we're doing with the validity of our existence, we're giving it credit, we're giving it weight. We're adding our energetic currency into that concept of this has to happen in order for me to resonate with the idea of being success as opposed to already capital S successful. We are emanations of that capital S success. So again, when I heard you say it's not about being fearful, I'm like, okay, so first question was what is fear for this woman? And of course, inherently myself, because I'm the one listening. And I 100% am in congruence with if my ears are being blessed with any of these words, it's my time and space to be hearing this lesson. Mm. So I'm asking myself, you know, how is this woman approaching fear, success, and being extraordinary? Mm. So it enlightens other conversations, other ideas that I've had previous to this present moment where every one of these adjectives or even nouns that we can use interchangeably all have a specific resonance they all have their own unique frequency so applying a almost like a like a humanistic trait or character to these words or using them to find a place to fit within ourselves i personally feel is almost like doing ourselves an injustice however Mm -hmm. That's not that's not exactly the approach I'm, I'm trying to take on this particular point. It's everything that we're using as words to describe our experience has a job. It all has a place. Joy cannot be fear. On a spectrum, sure, sure. On a spectrum, if you want to take it there, that's fine. In this quantum grid, everything has a specific place and mm-hmm. success in that sense cannot be fear fear has a job you know it can't be it can be masked as other things Mm -hmm. and um indeed and and i guess in saying that i'd like to pass the conversation back over to you if you don't mind me asking 
what is it when you say fear or fear of something when you were talking about that in your in your recording fear okay so fear to me is an emotion that can be paralyzing so there's there's moments where we're like okay like being afraid of heights why because you're elevated there's no safety net there's no way that you're not you're not certain that you're going to be caught right like okay like, that's like the tight tightrope walker with no net at the bottom one wrong move <clears throat> splat you're gone you know yeah. so to me like a lot of times in my mind that's what i see when i hear fear and it's in and it's been my experience that in situations of fear there have been moments where it's been crippling and paralyzing and there and in other instances where um it makes me angry and it makes me motivated to be like oh really so this is like nah this is not what we're gonna do bitch like <laughs> I love that I love that you know it's, it's it becomes uh, a driving force in certain situations for some and some people or for my for myself it's either fight flight or fawn right I hear you so some people run some people confront and get angry and that's their way of fighting and others are like they they become silent and just stay deer in headlights <laughs> and there is a moment where it's like okay i've done the deer in headlights and i don't want to do that anymore it doesn't serve me my TJ there definition definition of insanity you know if yeah. we continue to do what we've always done we will always receive the same result i don't want that so and then perception right everyone every individual's perception is their reality so what i perceive as a extreme challenge to you it may not be a struggle it may not be a challenge like girl that's so easy it's like one plus one is two ah. and I'm like girl that's calculus like you know yes and where I meant that being fearful of success there have been instances where I I'm like oh my god this is such a extreme goal like right you set these goals and individuals within your your circle and be like why are you even doing that and then they give you the sense of doubt right so now you're not you already have some doubt personally and then now you have another individual dra- draining the energy from what you're trying to do and it's just like is it going to is it going to be any good Am I going to be any good? And then it's like, okay, well, no, I'm still going to do it. And then it then it transforms and it's like, oh my gosh. What if I set this forward and this shit takes off? And what happens when it does? Who's going to gravitate towards me? Is it because they are genuine? 
in, in, in their approach or is it because they're looking to take? And it's like, now I have a greater responsibility because once you have a, a, an elevated status, because let's be realistic, a lot of people in, in, in the world are doing things for the likes, doing things for the, for the clout, you know, the accolades, the kudos, they're not, they're not being genuine. Come on, people are recording acts of kindness. Things that should come natural. Yeah, I hear you. You know, they're feeding the homeless, right? But with a freaking camera in front of their face, as if the person who is homeless hasn't been humiliated enough because their 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 life experience or their existence hasn't been challenged enough. Now you want to publicize it for the for the interwebs. I'm curious, you touching on so many of these different beautiful points that you're making, you starting your podcast, and I've, I've recognized in listening to all the previous recordings till now that you are, at least from my perspective, adamant about following through, even if it does cause some anxiousness, or even if it does bring up some fearful response inside of you, that you're, you're willing at least to, to follow through. You have an idea and you're thinking, hey, like I've got something to say, you know, and this may not be the norm for mm-hmm. Gigi prior to now. And there are all these multiple variables that I do not have control over. However, I will persevere. I will yeah. act in this sense. Would that is that accurate for you? Yes. And, wow. and oh, the reason why, and this is this has been coming along the past fifteen years. Wow. Um, I grew up in a in a situation where there were many promises given said to my person and very few were followed through and when i was when i was about 15 years old i came across um i was 14 as a matter of fact i was 14 in middle school and there was a gentleman by the name of mr williams god bless you god bless him creation bless him wherever he is standing if in fact he is alive or if he hasn't transitioned Mr. Williams told me directly to my face he looked me in my big green eyes and said a man is only as good as his word if his word ain't shit (laughs) he ain't shit (laughs) And I, and I looked at him and I said, damn, right. And that was the word, literally, that was the only word that came out of my mouth. And he was like, do you understand? And I said, yes. He goes, don't talk about things that you're not going to follow through with. Don't do things half-assed and you're going to be all right, girl. What a mentor. What a beautiful word of advice. And he, he was that that stuck with me forever. And when I had my my children, I told them I said a man is only as good as his word. And I mean man as in, you know, humanity, yes. the per, the man, woman, sis, whomever, the energy of people. And 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 
I tell my children, I'm like, don't ever agree to something that doesn't sit right with you. Yes. Don't ever speak on something that you're not going to follow through on. And if you, if, if that's, if you say your, your first commitment is the one you honor. And they looked at me, they were like, what do you mean? I said, many times we become overextended and we double book ourselves. Right. And I'm like, your first commitment, the one you said yes to first takes precedence over any other commitment you have made because that's what to do. Right. I hear you. That's great advice. And because, because I had so many instances where promises were made and all of them were broken, I made it a business to not do that to my children or try very hard not to promise them anything that I couldn't follow through with. Wow. And beautiful. Thank you. And I, I, I sat there and I told my children, I'm like, listen, your, 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 your spirit and your bodies were placed in my care for a reason. And these are the lessons I want to teach you. And I want you to be able to be open, honest, and free, but be respectful, you know, and there's, there are times and places where you have to challenge the authority because those, a lot of individuals who are placed in authority aren't always correct. And you have to be certain within yourself that you can challenge that authority respectfully. Right. <laughs> I hear that 100%. I can yeah. 100% resonate with what you're saying too. So, <laughs> and I told him, I said, and my, my youngest, who's currently 13, Matthew, he said, mom, what do you consider success? What, what is success to you? Mm-hmm. And I told him being able to put my head to my pillow and sleep. There you go. And he was like, what? I said, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to entertain the, 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 the monetary value. And I said, if I could lay my head and rest knowing that I did any and everything that I could that day to be the best person that I could be, and I am at peace, I succeeded. I'm curious, where, how do we know that we're not fooling ourselves when we say that we did our best? Hmm. How do we know we're not fooling ourselves? How do we know that there's not some other version inside <clears throat> that's answering for that? Well, yeah, you did enough. For the moment. Because our, our life experiences change constantly. We're not the same people we were yesterday. We're not the same people we were five minutes ago. So you did what you could do in the moment. That can change tomorrow. That can change in three years. So that's my best version of me. Every morning when I wake up, I tell creation, I said, listen, I want to be the best version I can be of myself today. And I'm more than okay with that. That's right. You know, and if I fucked it up, you know what? I When I put my head to the pillow, I'm like, in the event that I wake up tomorrow, whatever mistake I made, 
allow me to be able to correct if possible because wow. there are situations where you can't just no takesies backsies <laughs> <laughs> you know that's hilarious I really do honor the the concept of living in the moment, especially when it comes to how we initiated this conversation with fear and success. Honestly, <laughs> where where we approach our now moment, our dominant now moments are very telling for our character and very telling for our our present state of consciousness like you were saying and there's no there's no takesy backsies and being okay with that and being present in the moment okay with that reflects our ability and reflects our character so basing basing our heart space off of any moment other than now would be doing ourselves and anyone else a huge disservice Mm -hmm. I really appreciate the fact that Matthew was like inquisitive enough and feeling trusting and open enough with you to ask you such a grand question that's really impressive man i'm 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 grateful like i'm grateful to my children you know they're they're <laughs> what's crazy is that i've learned more about life through my children than <laughs> a lot of you know, schooling. Right. And, and I'm like, wow, yo, I didn't, I was like, I sat there and I told him, I said, do you understand that you coming into this world has been my greatest lesson? That's I said, so beautiful. with every child I had, I was like, okay, I did that with this child. I can't do that with this one. They're not the same. Their energies are not the same. Their whole beings are not the same. And I have to cater to their individuality. Right. I hear you. And there were there moments where I was a shit parent? Absolutely. There are moments. And I recognize that. And I literally sat with my children individually and collectively. Now that they're older, I've sat with them. And I have apologized to them. Wow. Do you mind if I ask you what you apologize for? My inexperience, Mm -hmm. my lack of patience. There were times where my empathy was very low. And I got real with myself and I told them, I said, listen, when I became a mother... I never intended it that I would do this alone. Right. So it didn't work out, um, you know, with their, (laughs) with their respective parents. (laughs) Cause I've been married twice, divorced twice, you know, and my third marriage has been exemplary and I've grown so much with my third marriage. So I sat down prior to me being married this last time with my husband And I individually talked to them and I said, I want to sit down and apologize to you. And I detailed, gave them apologies as to what I was apologizing for. Wow. That's very big of you. 
Right, because I'm like, no, I have to identify the offense and how great the offense was. My apology has to reflect the, the level of the offense. I and I told him, I told him, I said, I apologize for being angry a, a lot of the time, for talking to you in a very wrong way. And they were like, what? I said, I have the mouth of a sailor and I should have not had that mouth with you because it is not your fault. You know what I mean? Right. It is It you. is not your fault that I ended up being a single parent. It is not your fault that, you know, we brought you into this world. It's not you. That was all me. And I had to sit with it and I had to be like, yo, and I apologized and I was like, you know what? And it wasn't so I could feel better. It was because I wanted to honor their spirit as individuals. And I'm like, yo, just because you're younger than me, just because you're my juniors, does not mean that you don't require the same respect as an adult. Mm-hmm. Too many times, adults tell children they are to be seen and not heard. That does not apply anymore. I really hear that. I really resonate with that. You know, I told you that I was in a mechanic office right now. They have a little children's section. And mm-hmm. in it. you know they've got the like they've got the carpet that's like the roadways and the train tracks and and they got the chalkboard paint on one side of the we've got books and blocks and other stuff here too so you saying that children deserve respect it's just like that's where that's where adults come from you know children are blessed beings Children are blessed beings, and I'm so grateful that you're you're willing to go there with your children. I'm so willing that you're I'm so grateful that you're willing to go there with these magnificent humans that came from you. That's really such a blessing to this earth, Gigi. And I just wanna express and extend that gratitude to you for that. Thank you. Like I I like the fact that the mechanic shop that you're in, <laughs> okay. Let's let's give them a high five for the fact yes. that they consider that their parents that are coming in with their rowdy ass children. Yeah, I'm gonna actually snap and gave a them a for space. <laughs> exactly. Like here you go, bring them here. It'll be good. I'll send right. a picture. I'll send it to you on the side whenever we're through. Yeah, like that's that that to me is like yo. This was conscious. This was a individual who may or may not have been a parent and was like yo. I need a space for my child for a day that I have to work late and my child needs the spot yes. to be like, go play. Exactly. I'm working. Yes. And when I am done, I will come get you. That <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Ooh, girl, <laughs> you're sparking so many things that I just, I would love to talk to you about. Maybe in here is not the time for that, but um, I'm really grateful that you're hosting this platform for yourself and for other people to share openly as well. And I'm really grateful to have been part of this and just like experiencing an open level of communication and a place for other people to share in that as well. I'm grateful that you came on, that you were open, that you were receiving. And thank you for being my first collaborate my second no third yeah. You're my, wow whoa that just hit me my husband was my first 
my son was my second and you're the first woman oh hey you're the first woman to co-host with me i'll take that i'll do that with you girl (laughs) anytime anytime i would love to have more um more conversations with you on this podcast as well because as as women you know i am very much supportive of women assisting women and it not being a situation of being competitive this is not a competition this is a a a place where we can grow yes so i'm all i thank you (laughs) i thank you so much for coming on please let the audience know where they can find you all right i've got a youtube channel that you can find me under my my birth name angela welling w-e-l-l-i-n-g and also on instagram you can find me at well angel motives i post a lot of my my business work there as well as my divination tools and i've got a personal page that you can find through well angel motives as well so thank you again Gigi, for letting me host my host my my genuineness and my authenticity and my heart space here with you much gratitude. definitely thank you so much this has been season two episode three of mama Gigi safe haven thank you all for listening bye ciao